Hello, listeners. In this episode of Capital Calls, we welcome Thomas Benson, Head of Investments at Oak Universe, a fund founded on the concept of bringing cutting-edge portfolio management in advanced manufacturing. In this conversation, we talk about Oak Universe's unique take on the transformation of the European economy to secure supply chains, energy transition, and we get their specialized perspective on the fourth industrial revolution, or Industry 4.0, as an opportunity for specialized investors. As a reminder, this is our publicly available interview. The full interview is accessible to accredited investors only who are members on Palico. Hello, Tomas. Thanks for being with us today. Well, thanks for having me. Great to be here. So, Tomas, let's just start off with a quick kind of brief intro to Oak Universe. Maybe you can just kind of introduce us and our listeners to this fund. At Oak Universe, we're launching now, let's say, a growth fund in private equity, and we're focusing on Europe. That's the geography. The sector is advanced manufacturing. We will do minority investments, typically between 20 to 50 million euros, and always, yeah, minority together with founders and management that are willing to take the company to the next level. That, that is um, our main uh, strategy and target. And then specifically around the, the strategy, you know, from what I understand, you're, you're focusing on European manufacturing, benefiting from energy independency and transformation to Industry 4.0. Maybe if you could just elaborate on what that means for you all at Oak Universe. Yeah, let's say it, it's um, actually about the current trends. So uh, the strategy, it is... Um, to focus on what's happening now, the transition trends in Europe. You, you can call that supply chain independency, reshoring. You can call that energy independency. And uh, this transformation to Industry 4.0, that would be then, it's a broad term, but automation, it's um, less labor doing domestic production and manufacturing in Europe then, and of course, less energy use. From an investment perspective, we see an equity gap in the growth SME or mid-market segment. I think previously in Europe, focus has really been on venture, on tech and on buyout. So um, our team is uh, really equipped to handle these medium-sized manufacturing. And there's a lot of things happening in Europe right now in that area. So when it comes to, to this you know, European manufacturing, how do you go about selecting your investment opportunities within this sector? Are, are there some key metrics that you and, and your team are looking at? Certainly. For a start, we, um, we have quite a broad geographic uh, scope then. So we have an established and broad network in uh, several EU countries. And in addition to the traditional finance industry, we work with uh, public export facilitators, also academia, that can contribute to our deal flow. Again, it's about advanced manufacturing companies, often family-owned. They have deep roots and traditions in, in European industry. Also, our team or advanced manufacturing, it, it's a complex area. So we, we have selected an experienced team where we combine persons with uh, investment experience, obviously, but also management consulting, 
applied value creation. And our founders, they have more of an entrepreneurial background. So we, we have the network, we have the, let's say, holistic team that understands uh, advanced manufacturing. And so once you, you, you've identified some of these opportunities within the advanced manufacturing space, it, would it be possible to go through some of the you know, due diligence and that process that's maybe unique to this? You, you had just mentioned it, it's a quite complex space. So are there like factors that are, are more unique in that, in that case? Yes, there, there are. I mean, for obviously, it's about management and owners' uh, ambitions, that there is an openness to improve strategy and structures and capability to increase or become profitable. We're looking at companies with a certain level of barriers of entry and metrics then would a, comp a company not be cash flow positive we really require evidence um, pipeline evidence or similar to see a company becoming profitable such things has to be reflected in valuation etc we look at capital structure bank relations these kind of companies often have more of a balance sheet compared to software companies or tech companies so there is and should be solid bank relations in place. That, that is uh, more specific for this sector, I'd say. But obviously, there has to be a case for improving manufacturing capabilities. And that varies a lot between sectors. But in general, it's uh, about the capability to improve efficiency, to improve revenue and uh, improve margins applying more of technology and hardware technology in uh, manufacturing processes in factories really and our team then colleagues of mine they work with this value creation process really in dialogue with management we do a pre-investment dd that we call opportunity exploration that is more on the management consulting side in, in addition to traditional financial and legal DD, we, we really walk through with management the, uh, let's say, production and the manufacturing uh, situation and how to, to have a strategy to improve. Very interesting. No, thanks for that. And maybe if we could just even take a step back here for kind of a, a unique sector that you all are positioned in, how is the deal flow? What is your kind of unique formula for getting opportunities? Because, of course, for a lot of fund managers, this is kind of the bread and butter is making sure that, you know, you can collect a solid flow of opportunities. How are you all getting those opportunities? Obviously, there is a flow from uh, the investment banking side, the financial industry, but that's not where we look first. As mentioned, most of these companies in Europe, manufacturing companies, they are family owned or founders owned and possibly in several generations and uh, these uh, companies um, they have so it could be through banks bank relations it could also be through actually export facilitators that i mentioned about often public export facilitators these manufacturing companies typically have a lot of exports and that could be also intra eu exports so that is sort of a network and an edge where we actually get a lot of deal flow. It could be companies or owner sides that are not 
open to sell their company, but they want to take it to the next level. And that fits very well with our minority owning growth strategy to do it together with owners and family. Okay. And of course, you know, one of the questions we always get, regardless of industry, for any of our fund managers is the current macro environment, especially the high inflation, monetary tightening. How has this impacted your strategy and your sector specifically? Yeah, that is uh, really a topic for now, as always, but in, in particular nowadays in, in Europe and uh, globally, really. So I think for European manufacturing and for our strategy, the tempo of transition in this sector is now higher than ever. And that is due to the energy and the inflation situation that goes hand in hand in, in Europe. So th this makes companies open to change. For us, this is kind of an opportunity, I'd say, because as I said to the last question, many companies in this sector may not have been in need for new equity capital or they have not considered to sell their companies and are not open to that yet. But uh, they uh, are now open to change because the cost, for example, of energy has become so high and uh, the supply chain issues. There are lessons learned since COVID. Supply chains were hampered. So it's obvious that domestic production will increase in Europe. It's the long-term macro trend that speaks for that, but also the, the current, as you mentioned, inflation situation. So the money tightening, higher interest rates, it has also made investment valuations come down quite a lot compared to a year ago. For pre-profit companies, the expectations of multiples, they're yet high. I think they will become more realistic. We're not there yet, really. The private market is not yet in tune, really, with the public market. So uh, for now, it takes time for companies to meet our expectations on realistic valuations. Also, for this re reason, companies, they have quite tight liquidity now. Many have been waiting for expecting higher valuations. So, I mean, in sum, the transition tempo is high and uh, we see a lot of opportunities to invest. Maybe something that we can maybe shift to somewhat related to that are any lessons that you've learned from past deals that went through from some that didn't in the space specifically? Okay. in this let's say, industrial and manufacturing segment. To my experience, uh, who have done a lot of investment in this sector, is that it's better really to rely on solid figures, on growth and on good management capabilities. That is better than to barge in turnaround cases or cash flow negative innovative projects. Well, simply put, in advanced manufacturing, it is worth investing in quality companies. It can be quite costly to change production methods uh, if things are not in order. Not being too adventurous, I'd say. That, that's my lesson learned in this segment. Yeah, so basically those, those are some, essentially some practical considerations to keep in mind when, when investing in this, you know, if we made the, the, this fourth industrial revolution in Europe, right, is to uh, 
uh, I guess, play it safe with what you know and versus um, some of the bigger risks in this space? Right. I mean, overall, always owners, management uh, should be aligned with an investor such as us and willing to change certain strategies and to improve efficiency, margins. That's really number one, to, to have a common agenda, not doing buyout, but doing like growth minority investments. Then companies in advanced manufacturing, I mean, there are two categories, those who benefit from new technologies. And we're also looking at enablers. Both need a very clear agenda since change, higher volumes in industrial production takes quite some time and efforts compared to software and tech development. Also, in this sector, there are sometimes regulatory frameworks that differ. It can differ between countries in the EU, but last decades, the EU has done a fantastic uh, work and uh, have contributed to having a level playing field in most areas. These considerations, I'd say that when it comes for energy and efficiency regulations, these things, they will speed up transformation, which is really good for the modern economy. There are winners and losers, but for, let's say, modern manufacturing companies, also the regulatory framework is beneficial. This was our publicly available portion of our interview with Thomas Benson. Head of Investments at Oak Universe. The rest of the interview is exclusive to accredited investors who are members of Palica. The extended version covers Oak Universe's target investments, insights into their target returns, and a look at the competitive landscape within their space. If you are an accredited investor, you can join Palico for free and listen to the rest of the conversation and other exclusive content like this. Head over to palico.com to apply. Palico is the leading online marketplace for private equity, where LPs from single-family offices to large pension funds can discover and access PE funds and their managers on our primary marketplace, and where LPs can access and divest PE fund interests on our secondary marketplace.